It just helps sell their matchup. Um, you know, Becky and Oscar both looking good um, from that promo. Um, Becky, she spent a lot more time on the mic than I mean, Oscar didn't spend any time on the mic, so you know it, it was what it was. But Becky did a really good job selling the whole thing. Charlotte came out, um, put in her little spiel, kind of helps selling the women's Royal Rumble on a whole. And that this was going to be her first time there, and that she was going to win it. Um, that was that was also strong. She came out looking good too. Um, I like the brawl overall that they had that uh, Becky and Oscar had um, up against each other. Um, I thought that oh, that yeah, that was a real good brawl was, uh, too, man. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So you know, overall that that segment was was a great start to the show and uh, a great a great way to sell that match. I mean, both. Both women's matches right now, I'm really excited about. I am. Um, and I think that of all the, the, like the buildup that they had going on this week, I think those were probably the two most successful um, uh, uh, segments at, at building up matches for the pay-per-view, that being the, the Rousey, uh, Ronda Rousey-Sasha Banks segment from Raw and then the Becky Lynch-Oscar matchup uh, from SmackDown. Yeah, the Becky Lynch and Oscar most successful ones for me. Yeah, that one I, I wasn't worried about that one being being built because you know with Becky Lynch and then Oscar, that's that's a main main event for it within itself. But with the Rousey and Sasha Banks, I was you know I was wondering how they were gonna you know build towards this, towards this story. But I'm satisfied with the end. Well, now with uh, I'm satisfied with the journey of of this match. Which is rivalry so far, man? Because I, I I really enjoyed the the Monday night sequence that happened over here, and I'm and I really enjoyed the Tuesday night sequence with Oscar and Becky Lynch. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. I think it was it was it was strong. It was a strong uh, showing for for both of the women there. It did its job. Um, so yeah, I liked that a lot. Then um, outside of that, the yeah, let's see, there was another one. I'm trying to save Andrade and Rey Mysterio, but there was another one. Uh, um, the AJ Styles Daniel Bryan face to face. Um, that was that was a fun segment. Um, overall, Daniel Bryan, I think, uh, not getting in the ring during that segment was was pretty cool. And Vince's a uh, little like, hey. Hey, uh, it's time for you to get in. I'm tired of this. Like, come on in here. And yeah. Daniel Bryan just refusing to get get in the ring. Um, it just felt like Vince actually was kind of irritated with Daniel Bryan and really wanted him to get it in. Was. Um, it and was. And was like, you know he what? He was getting heat for that no, too. No, man. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally think. I mean, now it may have all been planned, but that was one of those moments that felt real. Like, no, Vince is really, you know, you're you're kind of going your own way. And Vince is like, all right, out now. We, we talked about this another way. Come do this. And, and Daniel was legit like, no, I'm not. And here's why. So, yeah, I I like it. I liked it a lot. You know, kudos. Regardless, if, if it was planned, great uh, for them feel real and authentic so I, yeah. I like that a lot yeah. um, and kudos to Daniel man eight, just you know giving that that fire to to make it question it like hey is this a shoot is this a work is this real I don't know right. uh, you know just the way him just basically just clowning uh, Vince McMahon like man dude you don't like you don't all you do is care about profits over humanity basically what he said I was like right. wow he going clean in, <laughs> and, and dude, I he he, I lost it. I literally lost it when he said he is the planet's champion. And when he said that, <laughs> all I could think about was Captain Planet. I could literally <laughs> think about was Captain Planet in the Captain Planet song. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't go there. I didn't go there with it at all, but. That's that's pretty funny. Now that's gonna be in my mind <laughs> open up this, at the rumble. Um dang, that's hilarious. But um yeah, the planet's champion. That that did make me laugh too. 
you know, because he said the people's champ. Of course, I thought of the rock, you know, and I'm like, all right, now he's the planet's champ. Like, all right, that's that's a that one might stick, Daniel. I don't know if you really want to say that. That's crazy, man. That takes some skill to take something so positive, you know, because you're you're talking about saving the world now and you got people booing you. Right, right. right. He literally said, "I am the planet's champion," and he got so much heat for that. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's, I love it. I love it. I love that he's just going with it. I love that it's getting him so much heat. Uh, Yeah. uh, And it's just fun. And I think the the crowd is is having fun with it too, and saying, "You know what, Daniel? You like." We'll, we're we're going to go on this journey with you, you know, and, and Daniel's just, he's he's owning this whole persona, and I've just, like, I can't wait. I can't wait for the Rumble in their matchup, too. Um, so they've just done a really great job in terms of building that up as well. Um, now, my my favorite moment of the whole show definitely was the, the two out of three falls. Oh, now, man. <laughs> this, this, we talked about it last week. And I said it was an instant classic, maybe match of the year candidate already. And then yeah. the WWE thought the same, apparently, because they said, all right, let's put these guys in. A, that's two out of three, because that was amazing. And they didn't disappoint. They didn't disappoint. They they wrestled to, I mean, the CN or Andrade now won the first fall. Rey Mysterio got the second fall. Some of those spots, that super powerbomb that, that Andrade pulled off the top rope on Rey Mysterio was ridiculous it was like, dude my heart stopped okay i'm like all right i thought he was just gonna do a power slam off the second rope and then he took right. a step up took i was like extra step. holy i was like right. i couldn't believe that i couldn't right. believe that and for ray to take that bump at his age but you know he i guess he's in great physical condition right now man to to take bumps like that, and I get he got. I, I guess he got the schedule he wants in his contract because I guess he has a, a limited schedule. So, for him to take bumps like that, man, kudos to him too. Well, they're getting the most out of him now, man, because these two back-to-back weeks, like they've just been getting some some great matchups out of Ray and some great performances out of Ray and Andrade, and just you know, it's 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 been a pleasure to watch. Like you know, when I say like you know, what I love about wrestling, like this is one of those those examples is just those instant classic type matchups that you'll get, you, yeah. you know, even on a SmackDown, you know, like that's just, that was, that was, that was awesome to see. And now I didn't finish. I mean, that last fall was interrupted by Samoa Joe, but even yeah. that, like I wasn't I, upset. See, initially I was, and then, you know, after my meat headness cleared <laughs> away, I calmed down. I was like, "All right, you know what? It's it it is for the best because I want to see this match at WrestleMania now." Yeah. All right. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. For for interrupting the match because I didn't. I, we didn't need a finish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let this story continue on to WrestleMania. Give me that match. Give him give him 18. Give him 22 minutes. Just let him steal the show, man. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I thought I was per- perfectly said because that's what I was thinking in the in the moment. There was that instance where, you know, I'm like, why on a classic like this would it end that way? Then immediately I'm like, oh, no, wait a minute. It's good because you can keep this going because this, this feud is just too good to end yeah. after two yeah. two weeks. It has yeah. to continue on I somehow. I want more. So, I still yeah, want, I want more, man. This. I want more of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. give me more. Have an <laughs> <Exactly>. appetite. <laughs> and it helps build heat for Joe because Joe being the guy to end it, you're going to have fans who are mad and are going to take it out on him so now he gets that legit you know vitriol from the crowd too to be like all right he's the guy that that kept us from seeing the end of another classic type matchup so you know it's good because joe earlier on you know he he took on uh, mustafa ali again and that was a, that was another good match man i think that was the second best match that uh, was a good that was a good match overall i did yeah, like it yeah. um, and man dude uh, Mustafa Ali, man, that dude can sell, man. He he is definitely going to be one of those characters, those Daniel Bryan characters, the underdog. Yeah. Like, give him a good story. So I, I think what's going to happen between him and Samoa Joe, uh, they might have like a little uh, – they, they might have I, – I think what's going to happen, 
I think Mustafa Ali is going to eliminate Joe from Royal Rumble, and then they're going to continue that story after uh, the Royal Rumble, probably into maybe, I don't know, could be WrestleMania, man. We could get a Samoa Joe, Mustafa Ali WrestleMania, man. I wouldn't even mind that. Man, so I would love that. I kind of doubt that 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 makes the card, though. I really do. I feel like that's one of those matchups that, or one. This is one of these feuds Why? that they, they told me this is the new era, Hafiz. Yeah, that's but told Joe me. Mustafa <laughs> Lee, no title on the line, and I, it just it screams well, either pre-show, man. Why? Why do we need titles? We don't, but, but just we don't following need the title for that, man. The, just following what the the way that these things usually work with WWE, I, I just think that there's too much against it to make it a uh, okay. Best case scenario, it's pre-show uh, at WrestleMania. No, That's probably no, the best case scenario. No, that that yeah. that is you. You're saying that is best case scenario, or you That's, saying worst case scenario? I'm, I'm saying that might. I don't think. I don't think there's any way. And I'm not rooting for this because I would love to say. Yes, Samoa Joe versus Mustafa Ali are going to be at WrestleMania. But I'm thinking, just realistically, my brain is telling me that the best case scenario for, for that we can hope for would be that they at least make the card in a pre-show capacity because there's 0% chance to steal from Drew McIntyre a little bit. I believe that there's 0% chance that so, Joe and Mustafa Ali make the main card at Mania. Unfortunately. Mania is already a five-hour five show. And it's and it's a seven hour show with the pre show. So you're yep. telling me worst case worst case scenario or base yeah. no best I'm case scenario best case scenario they yeah, will get yeah. pre show on WrestleMania. Yes. That would be a disservice to uh, Joe and remember Mustafa. now remember now like the the what two hundred five live uh, championship matchups usually are pre show right? I mean those those are usually for the championship for the for the belt. Not to talk of We've got a former 205 Live guy against Joe who hasn't really been getting that much time, you know, at pay-per-views to begin with. So I just, the formula doesn't feel like it, it adds up to Joe and, and uh, Mustafa getting any part of that main card, even though they've extended the time. They I don't just need don't to be part of the, they, they, this is the per- perfect for- formula to tell a good story on the on the mid card to be on the main uh to be on a WrestleMania main card because you have the heart of 205 now possibly be the heart of SmackDown, SmackDown who right. has that who has that underdog story and you have Joe who just uh basically what, what would Jim Ross say a son of a bitch mm-hmm. who, who who just don't who just don't give a damn man and 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 the in-real ability to look ruthless uh, and savage from some from Joe, and then you have that in-real ability to to sell from Mustafa Ali. That dude, that's a story within itself, man. I, I my fingers across, my toes across. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping you are right. I'm hoping that that Triple H is back there telling Vince McMahon, hey. Joe deserves to be on the, the the main card for Mania, not pre-show. He should be there. Mustafa Ali is an up-and-coming guy who was killing it on 205 Live, who has all the in-ring ability that you could ask for, and he's got personality to match. And I, I hope that that's what's happening. But I'm just maybe it's just the pessimist in me with the way that they usually book these things that it feels like the recipe for them being left off the card completely. Bro, and this is bro, a this, this feud. Go ahead. This is how they can tell the story because they already they already did like they already hinted. Mustafa Ali already hinted at uh doing this promo when he said, you know, when you look at, into my eyes, you already know what, what you see. I can beat you. Right. So so they can tell the story of Joe always like all right, they have what two matches Towards a WrestleMania build, maybe three, and yeah. and Joe wrecks them, everyone, yeah. everyone. Now they get another one, uh, a, a third one, uh, for WrestleMania. This is and this has 
some uh, some stakes involved. I don't know. Maybe a uh, number one contendership, which will be probably the best uh, case scenario for that story to tell that story. Two, uh, number one contendership. You get this, and, and I think that would just be a perfect way uh, and WrestleMania mania moment either for Joe or Mustafa Ali. Again, I, I'm I, I'm hoping you're right. <laughs> I'm hoping you're right. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. I just don't. I, I, it's Vince, you know, and he just. I don't. I don't. I don't think that he. The reason, the fact that we have Mustafa Ali on SmackDown right now, I don't think that was a Vince McMahon decision. It doesn't feel like a Vince McMahon decision, and so Mustafa Ali is going to have to do a lot, you know, to to. Uh, get a guy like Vince to say, okay, yeah, I want to put him on Mania, you know, as like one of the main guys on my like, and not not the main event, mid card, sure, any part of the 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 non pre show part of WrestleMania. Um, I just I just don't I don't know that we're there yet with with Mustafa Ali and really being able to. I don't think he's broken through yet to where he's gonna be. On that on a WrestleMania card, I mean, I look think at he can. The, I the think Usos, he can because the even Usos have been killing it now for years, yeah. and they just recently got on the on on the WrestleMania card. They were pre-show for years. They talked about it. it blew me away. You know, last year when they cut that promo saying we've been here for X amount of years and we've never once been at WrestleMania, I was shocked. So for a team yeah, like but that, but it's tag team division, man. And Vince don't care about tag team division. We're, well, we're talking they, about they, we're talking about a one on one match. We're talking about Samoa Joe, and you think Vince McMahon is going to put Samoa Joe on the pre show against Mustafa yeah. Ali? Absolutely, because you can say that, that he doesn't care about tag teams, but like they will have tag matches, tag team championship matches on SmackDown all the time. Last year, I mean, okay, they're not an official tag team, but they will. Uh, the Daniel Bryan, uh, Shane McMahon matchup that they had last year, they have that they have tag team wrestling on the show. And so to have one of your best tag teams not be there for X amount of years, as popular as they were, both as faces and then, you know, as heels, finally they broke through. But I'm just using that as an example. Like if a team or any wrestlers, period, can put in that much work over that long a time, and couldn't get there once. Mustafa Ali, this would be his first, you know, time. This is, I mean, was he, and correct me if I'm wrong, but last year was 205 Live a part of the Mania card? The pre-show it was. Okay. So. It was, yeah, remember it was Mustafa Ali against Cedric Alexander. One on one, right for it, and it was it, it was pre show. Okay, yeah, it was pre show, and sap. It was basically it was uh, the second. What was it? The second annual tournament. They did it again, and yeah, yeah that's when that's Cedric beat. Yeah, right, Mustafa right, Ali. Because, right, because they they had to, they had lost um, a couple of guys, and then they decided okay, they decided to do that tournament again. That's right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. So, I mean, my my point is. I'm hoping you're right because I think Mustafa Lee deserves it. I think Samoa Joe deserves it. I just fear that the way that the, sure they're saying this is the new era, but I don't buy it. And <laughs> I'm just, you know, and I'm I'm thinking about the way it That's typically BS. goes. Yeah, yeah, because, <laughs> yep, exactly. The BS era, and it is is what it is still. You know, and a guy like Mustafa Lee who has that talent does not always equal he gets what he deserves in terms of getting that billing on a pay-per-view and de- and definitely not WrestleMania. WrestleMania, I, I really get nervous about, you know, certain people getting left off the card that should be there or not. And, you know, I get worried about guys like, you know, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura potentially not being there. And, you know, Mustafa Ali, I think would be the latest case of a guy where I'm like, I, I would not be shocked if, this feud that they're building right now with Joe and Ali is not on that card at all. And if it's if it and I could see potentially pre-show, but I could see being left off at all, you know, all together. Period. So that's just that's I just can see feet. the United States Championship being on a pre-show before Joe 
and Mustafa Ali get there for WrestleMania. Matter of fact, United States Championship is on a pre-show for Royal Rumble. Well, speaking of that, that's a great transition because that's one of my duds for SmackDown. My, I think it's my only dud for SmackDown. No, I had another one. But my main dud for SmackDown was that announcement when, I, when they said on SmackDown that Shinsuke and Rusev was going to be pre-show for Royal Rumble. So for me, this, this to me almost feels like the end for Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I don't know you... how long it, I don't know how long his contract is, but it, this just feels like it, this is a wrap. Like it's over. Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> now is pre-show. This dude who <laughs> had, when he first showed up on SmackDown, the entire uh, arena was singing his song in unison and was all about Shinsuke Nakamura. Now he can't even get on the main card. He he won the Royal Rumble last year. Was part of the the you know main event of WrestleMania, and then he can't even get on the main card? Sure, they'll probably throw him in the Rumble. He'll probably, hopefully, be in there as part of the 30-man uh, Royal Rumble. He better, but man. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm annoyed, and I almost am like, well, if you're not going to use Shinsuke better than this, then just let him go. Let him, you know, go to another company that's just going to use him better, that's going to put him in main events, that's going to see the star power that he has, and have him carry that company to greatness because this here is just he's he's just being wasted yeah. you know and he's getting up there in age too so it's like I, I just i don't understand why and for rusev too it's it's like rusev is putting a lot of work for him to not get more respect than this too is also a slap in the face but i'm this but i'm is a disservice to the main card like real talk this is this is just a disservice to the to the main card like this is a United States Championship match, and it's on a pre-show for 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 Royal Rumble. This is the reason why you have a lot of people that mention about the Attitude Era, not because of you know the promos and you know how edgy they were, because we had a lot of mid-card matches that were were good and engaging storytelling. Yep. It just wasn't all about the main card. It was about the mid card too. Yeah, the mid card was was the There's meat. Great storyline and the potatoes. Yep. Exactly, yep. man. It, it drove. It was the engine of that show. Like that, you think that, back to before the Rock and Triple H were main event guys when they were in the mid card, right? When, and you when had they fought the over nation the versus yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah intercontinental uh, belt championship. Yep, yep, exactly, yep. exactly. The storylines that they had between those two factions were amazing. Yeah. They were amazing. So now, yeah, it's a flash forward to 2019, you know, and it's like the mid card is just they don't matter. It's like they're yeah, just yeah, they're, they're just the there. mid card now. The, the mid card right now is, is basically the is one step close to to jobber. Yep, that's that's yep. what it is. That that's what it is because what mid card was back in attitude era. You was one step away from main event status. That's what mid-card was at the exactly. time. Exactly. Mid-card mid in, in WWE right now is a joke, man. It's it's main card or nothing right now, and it's sad. That's what it became. It's main card or I got to rely on these old-ass stars like Undertaker or Goldberg. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like, like I said, it just circles back to my point that this what happens when you don't build stars. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. And it just, you know, so Shinsuke and and Rusev. I mean, I'm gonna watch it definitely. I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, just just try to enjoy that match for what it is. And the fact that I get to see Shinsuke and I get to see Rusev Day, you know, I, yeah. it's just it's just sad though that two guys as talented as they are that have so much potential to do so much more. They're are relegated to pre-show yeah. where the arena, you you hopefully did though, something with Lana. Yeah. All something with Lana. Like maybe he, he did something that was inappropriate. Like you could have really told a good story, use yeah. that belt because I hate the way they use the United States belt. It is not a, it, it's not even up there with the, with the IC belt. Let's be oh. real. 
Yeah. Let's be real. That is the that is the updated European title belt. You know what the European title yep. was back in the day. Yep. yep. Hell, it, it could be the light heavyweight championship belt if I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we went back to the light heavyweight. Yes, <laughs> yes man. Yeah. That, that's how far removed that 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 United States belt is. Like, thank God that you know. John Cena actually elevated that belt when when he had the belt. Yep. And he did the United States run. He did the open challenge. That was fun. He didn't know yeah. who was coming. He, he helped out, you know, NXT or or just or just regular mid card who who just want to see if they can get a shot. You never knew. And it, it yep. made it fun. Yep. Yep. And but right now, man, it, it's it's just a joke. And I hated that the way they treated, you know, Bobby Roode with it. They treated you know, with uh, with, with Shinsuke, like even when the first time when Rusev had that belt, that was a legitimate run because I think he was going against what was it, Cena? Cena, yeah, Cena, yeah, Cena. exactly. So I he was undefeated, and yeah, it was Cena. Exactly, that man. And you're going against Cena, Cena yep. right? And and with that elevated, it, that's just an example right there, man. I don't even need to say anything. I just said it. I just meant. <laughs> I just gave you. Uh, an illustration right there of my yep. point. Yep, yep. <laughs> Perfectly said. Perfectly said. So there's not really much else to say about the Shinsuke Rusev situation. It's just it's sad what it is, and you know I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not. I, I I'm sad for Sh- Shinsuke more so because I really feel like this might be sh- uh, telling that it might be the end for Shinsuke in the WWE. For Rusev, I feel like okay. It, it's bad, but they put the belt on him. He's probably satisfied because it's it's a far cry from where he was before. You know, before this, Rusev, you know, been prior to the Rusev day, you know, getting started up, we didn't know what Rusev was going to be doing. But Rusev is kind of on a nice run. I think he's comfortable. So, you know, it's not I – don't, I don't fear for Rusev what this means for his future so much as I do for Shinsuke. For Shinsuke, if he loses this match, right – now what? You know, and then Royal Rumble. He's not going to win the Rumble. Like, do you think honestly that Shinsuke will win? No, because I I don't see him winning that belt no. back. Like, Rusev just got it. He's over no. right now. Like, right. right. And then he's not going to fight for the WWE Championship anytime soon because that that's pretty much tied up. So Shinsuke, they need they need a storyline for him, or he's just not going to do anything, which is unbelievable. Hey, hey, I, I said, man, ever since they messed up Oscar, anybody's fair game. And wow. Look at Shinsuke. Wow. Wow. That's just, that's nuts, man. Well, my other uh, dud for the show, I was, I was going back and forth on this one. I wasn't sure if I was going to bring this up as a dud, but I, I do, I do feel like it warrants this. It's the, uh, the Mandy Rose, Naomi match. Oh yeah. That's a dud. Uh, that's a dud. Yeah. That's yeah, <laughs> it, it just it just didn't do it for me. Um, the storyline as of right now has been OK, but that like the segment last week, we talked about it a little bit with the hotel room. There was some logic things that just did not make sense. Yeah. And then to have Naomi and, and Mandy Russell here, I, just Mandy winning the match and then it, it just the match itself was not great. The, the match ending was sloppy. of the match, actually, when when I actually paid attention to it, it was it was tell of two halves because I oh. seen what happened and yeah. and this is what happened and, and and I'll get to my point about it too. Basically, mo- most of that match, if you weren't paying attention, you, you you didn't see it. Most of that match when they was actually had pretty good chemistry was. Was doing the commercial, which was you know in that little small window. <laughs> By the oh. time they came back, they looked winded. They looked tired, and that's when that's when stuff got sloppy. That's when I was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" Uh, I think uh, was it Naomi went for a clothesline, barely tapped her. I was like, "That yeah, that, that was just she totally whiffed on that, and it just looked horrible." But this is what happens when. Uh, you give you give women who's just not used to having a long match, and they finally get that time to have a long match. 
and this is what they produce, and they're not conditioned to do a long match. And that's basically what what happened. What what I saw. So you think both of them got winded, or just oh, yeah, Mandy yeah. got winded? No, I think both of them. Both of them. Like I, I was paying attention because it, the match the match was looking good because I had muted. Usually when they do that, I mute the TV, and so I could just focus on the match. I don't have to hear the commercial. It helps out. Yeah. So I'm actually focusing, and they actually had some real good chemistry. I was looking at it, but and it was a real long commercial too. But by the time they came back, it was towards the end. Them girls were were winded, like the way they move. I I, I think even even the way Naomi hopped over the uh, the top rope, yeah. and then like she can barely get her her last foot over, it just lets me know, like, yeah, you're tired. Even Mandy looked tired too, and I'm like, yeah, like they they don't need to be carrying a, a match at all. Like they need to have like another vet in there, like Naomi or Charlotte or uh or Mandy with uh with Charlotte. Like they can't have two people who don't know how to uh take orders correctly, man, for, for that type of match. Man, well that I mean that that's eye opening, you know, definitely you saying that because um, I would have thought Naomi had kind of graduated to that like echelon of of uh, super of wrestler now, given you know the title run that she's had and just the amount of time she's put in. Mandy definitely, I'd expect to hear that it was you know an, an issue of like stamina and not being able to you know properly orchestrate a, you know a, a match, but. For Naomi, I mean, she's she's been there for a minute, so yeah. But um, I think that always been Naomi's issue too, man. Even a couple of her matches towards like her long winded matches, like yeah, you see her movement gets kind of sloppy towards the end. Mm. Uh, it it happened with Natalia, I remember when she had a match for SummerSlam, and uh, I think it happened with Charlotte too, even though it ended up being good. But I remember some spots that Naomi was just. Like clearly not not giving her all in it because she was just windy. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I definitely you know during those commercial breaks, I didn't look at it the way you did. You know, I didn't. I. I it's always distracting when when the commercials come up, so it's hard for me to focus in like that. I mean, I might take that tip and just yeah. That's why I muted, man. To be able to focus I'm like, a you bit muted. On it. Yeah. <laughs> it does wonders. It's crazy yeah. what the brain does. Yeah. Yeah. So you know it. It's it's unfortunate because I do like I like Naomi. Um, I see potential for Mandy. Uh, you mentioned she's kind of like a, the next Trish Stratus potentially because she has that ability. So I don't know. You still there? Well, yeah, I'm here, man. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Every time there's a, there's a pause. Um, so then that for me does in terms of the things that I want to to at least highlight about SmackDown. Uh, is there anything else from SmackDown that you had? Yes. Hold on, hold on. No, no, that was it, man. It, it was just pretty much always a good show. Uh, like I said, matching the night, Ray Mysterio against yeah. Sian Almas. I'm not going to say his first name. We already know. <laughs> Andrade. Andrade. Right. <laughs> Second best match, and uh, I love the promo too. Uh, was Mustafa Ali against Samoa Joe? Yeah. Something about that p- promo, because uh, I don't know if you ever seen this promos before. Yeah, like, two five. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're two o five. Man, they're just like that. Like he, he, he like he. I th- it seemed like that he writes them. Like he, he's the one that's coming up with his own promos, and I love the way that. Uh, that promo, it did like that transition from Mustafa Ali eyes to Samoa Joe eyes. Yeah. And how they kind of just visually told that story. And it captivated me, man. Like, all right, I I, want to see this. Give me this. Give me this story. And tell it good. And I think they can. That's why I want to see this. And I think they can tell this story and and be a good build for, for WrestleMania. And then and don't give me this 
so-called BS new era. I like it, man. I like it. Yep. I totally agree. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Let's move on to NXT. Um, NXT, real quick. Uh, I won't, there's not too much to talk about there. It was um, mostly a lot of yeah, uh, video promos. packages. Yeah, <laughs> promos and video yeah. packages. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will. I'll talk about Velveteen Dream. You know, definitely yep. was a standout for me. Me too. Um, every time I see Velveteen Dream, now I think this man needs to be on the main roster. Like yeah. he could. He's he's ready. He's ready for that. Um, you know, the match with Bobby Fish was was great. I think he oh. is the exception ex- exception of of not getting uh, of of not getting hit with that like, all right, he's gonna flop or okay. he can't or, or the writers are gonna flop him. I now should why say. is that? Why why him? I, I think he's above that. I think his character can be above that and I, and his character can connect the, with the with the crowd that it would dictate that that the writers will see that, yeah. like the writers are are not trying are not gonna force this. Like they see this is money, they cannot mess this up. Like that, I was gonna say like, the same yeah, thing. Like, like it feels yeah, like it would be hard. Money, to right, right. I think Vince McMahon would tell him like, you know, don't f this up. <laughs> you, exactly. You or, yeah. you know, you're fired. You right. know, right, right. right. <laughs> but but yeah, man, I, I think he he is definitely gonna move some merch. I think he is the I think he is the next John Cena. Hmm. Which could be a, a gift and a curse too though, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But like I think I, he's that next generational superstar. I don't think it's Roman Reigns. You know, they keep on saying he's that I don't feel like feel like it's him. Yeah. But it's something special about about Dream, man. Yeah. Dream, you know, there's a, there's certain wrestlers who you just see that that have it, you know, and he just has it. Like, and and I got to be honest because, you know, for me with Velveteen Dream in the very beginning, I was not sure. Um, I didn't think, oh, he's going to be trash or anything like that. But it's just like I'm not, I wasn't sure how this was going to go. And I actually even forgot that he was the dude off of Tough Enough. Like, yeah, I, yeah I, same I, here, man. I did not even put that together. <laughs> You know, and then to, to realize that it's like, dang, like this, he has really come a long way. So, um, but for me with Velveteen Dream, his persona, like we, t- we talked about it earlier, you were saying, you know, where for me, it's in-ring ability over persona and character. And for you, it's that, you know, character and, and that mic work and everything that goes into that, yeah. that. And for me with Velveteen Dream now, it's both. He's one of those yeah. guys that in the ring, he captivates me. He tells a great story. You know, he before does. the the bell rings on the mic, he tells a great story. He's that Ric Flair type of type of uh, yes. a wrestler for me. Yes, where when he first came on the scene, uh, he he got me with the with the whole Prince vibe because I was yeah. like, who is this Prince want to be? Right, I'm a big I'm a big Prince fan. Who doesn't love Prince? <laughs> right, you know right. what I'm saying. So when he came out with this whole Prince theme. You know, cosplay. I was like, this is different. I know what he's trying to do. And, you know, like, and he's going for that. Is he is? Is he? Does he, you know, does he play for the team? I don't know. Right, but that's right, the, right. But that's the intriguing part about it. Everybody yep. didn't know about that, about Prince. Like, was he? Was he not? Was he? Is he? I don't know. It's cool, though. Uh, yeah. But you know, that that's what's cool about, about, Valentine, about Valentine Dream, man. Yep, yep. He gets people talking. On social media, you know, he's active there, too. I mean, he's just... he. he right now, it, it would be... And I don't want to ever say they can't mess this up, but this feels like one of those guys, like you said, that they just... It feels like it'd be hard, real hard, to mess this up. Just put him... Put a microphone in his face, let him talk, you know, get him in the ring, just put him up against anybody that can that can put on at least a half-decent match, and he's money. He, like... You said he will move merch, he will sell tickets, butts and seats, you know, eyeballs on screen. Like he's there. You hear, okay, a Velveteen Dream match is going to happen. You want to see it. You don't want to miss it. And so he just has that co- complete package that that's why I say he is set. Like I, I truly believe at, at the Rumble that he'll be a guy that does show up. 
you know, they usually have that one or two. I, I was uh, going to ask you that. Like, do you think he will be one of those guys that yes. show up at, at, yes. at the Royal I'll be Rumble. disappointed. I will be disappointed if he's not there. Okay. Like, I, I'm fully expecting Velveteen Dream to be, if, if they have just one person from NXT show up in either Royal Rumble, it, it should be Velveteen Dream. It's time. That it's time or, for show. I, I would say that or Ricochet. Yeah, I could see Ricochet too, but but more so, I think Velveteen Dream I put at number one in terms of who should be there, given yeah, yeah. everything that's going on right now. Yeah, because he's then, not yeah, even Rick- on the card for uh for takeover. No. Right. So exactly. so so I would like I would I would I would be surprised if he doesn't show up exactly. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I'm like I'm like because I'm like he has to be. He's not on the card for takeover. Right. Which is weird. Okay, but. That means he gotta he gotta be on Royal Rumble and he gotta have like I don't know I guess a, a good performance too. Yep, yep. I am I am hundred percent believing that he's gonna be there or something else is going on because yeah, for him not to be on the Takeover card also kind of tells me eh, this is happening. He's gonna be in the Rumble, so that that's definitely my expectation. Yeah. But um, yeah, so definitely Velveteen Dream was a standout. I mean, Bobby Fish. Now, it's funny because Velveteen Dream was a standout. He had a match with Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish, for me, is just kind of there right now on this team. He's the fourth wheel of the Undisputed yeah. Era. He's if like they- the, he- <laughs> the fourth wheel. Yeah, he's like he's that eyeball. Wheel. Like, man, yeah. okay. Like, I understand why really you got to be here, but anymore. he ain't like, got to really be here, though. He doesn't have to. <laughs> I keep thinking... They're gonna turn on him. They're gonna kick him off, you know, off the the squad. But he's still there. Yeah. I, I just, you know, <laughs> it just is what it is right now with Bobby Fish. But you know, he's just. It's funny because he, it, it was, it was, um, he was one of the founding members of this group, and then uh, Roderick Strong took his spot, and now Bobby Fish is just the odd man out. He just seems like yeah. he doesn't really fit in anymore. Roderick Strong just came in and just. Jailed with uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, yeah, like, they have great chemistry, man. Just amazing you know? chemistry. Uh, exactly, amazing exactly. Chemistry. Yeah. I, I love it. What, what was that? What, was it against? Uh, I'll never forget that man. He he came out of nowhere with the flying knee strike during one of the uh-huh. NXT shows. Yeah, and it was it was just, it caught me off guard because I never seen anything like that. Like usually when you rush somebody, you rush them, but he came out. And that was the first thing he did. He came out and just kneed somebody in the face. <laughs> I'm like, who does that? You, you just rush me and you go ahead with the whole, you know, they're just trying to, with the whole brawl. But right. no, nah, man, <laughs> Roderick Strong came out with a flying knee kick out of nowhere, bro. <laughs> man, yeah, it's just Roderick Strong, Cal O'Reilly, you know, Adam Cole, those three guys. You know, their money, the fans love them. That trio is great together. Bobby Fish, he needs to figure something out because the way they're positioning him now, too, is that he'll probably go after the North American Championship. I don't know that anyone is going to want to see that, whether it's (laughs) him versus Ricochet or him versus Gargano or whatever it's going to be. I don't I don't want to see Bobby Fish fight for the North American Championship or win it. So I, I just he's got work to do, man, to really try to yeah, do does. something to make me care about yeah. his character at all, all right Adam now. Cole made that bold claim. <laughs> made a bold yeah. claim in twenty nineteen. They're gonna have all the gold. I'm like, okay. Like, uh, uh, new still, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bobby yeah. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna get a new member? Is someone else gonna join? Right, right. Like, uh, North American you gonna ricochet? Like, right. <laughs> like, I don't know, Bobby. Right. So. Can, can we can we just free bird it with the tag team with him, and then yeah. you know, then he, he's well. the champion. Yeah, free bird. Yeah, might as you well. Know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's the third member. Yeah, he can defend it too. It's like the new day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then, you know, then Cole gets the NXT title, and then yeah, everybody has to go. There we right, go. That's how you right, work it out. Right. We made it. We made it work. He gets to hold that little trophy from the Dusty Rhodes uh, tournament that they won, like that. Yeah. <laughs> that, <time of> <laughs> that was a funny shot too, because they they had him hold that little trophy. I was like, man, really? Like this is what he is now? He's just gonna be holding this little trophy and hanging on to that last that past glory. 
I just I don't know, man. I'm 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 not with Bobby Fish right now, but hopefully he can figure something out. Um, so beyond that, it was the 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 last sec was another standout. Uh, Rick is coming out and having that promo uh, with Gargano, which was pretty short. Um, it was more just to like get that give that last uh, little push to to the two matches, the North American Championship and the NXT yeah, Championship. Right. Uh, but I'm I'm digging the Gargano Champa DIY. Are they gonna get back together? Are they not? Are they gonna help each other? Like I just, it's just fun that yeah. they're playing I with like that. I like that tease too. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, and then well, so they did. No, when you say the tease, just the tease of the tag team getting together, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving that. I mean, they that moment with Aleister Black in the cage match. You know, it's just like, oh my god, kind of moment. You know, the, one of those just 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 shocking little turn of events that they did that they do in wrestling. And to continue on with that now, um, it, it's fun. It's just fun to watch. Champa to me is just just killing it right now overall as a as a monster heel that you know you respect but you you will boo every time you see him and his chemistry with gargano was just always so amazing so i just keeping them together one way or another is just, is just great um yeah and alistair black man i mean you know he, he didn't do much but he came out and just was was alistair black man just just yeah he's, he, he's he a, didn't need it he didn't need to do a lot man he doesn't need to no he doesn't need to he doesn't need to he just his presence alone just seeing him you're like, oh my, like that dude. Okay, like, yeah. You just you, you respect him because he's just so like. Oh, I know that dude would kick my ass. Okay, oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Oh my god. And so it's a bold claim to make, but whenever I see Allison, I think of the Undertaker. I feel like he has the potential to have that kind of presence for. Fans for the locker room, just overall, just being that, like, you know, on one hand, that enigmatic kind of scary persona, right? But then also that leader that will, will you, you, you see him leading the type of matches that he had he from last week. That is his uh, his trajectory is to by the end of his career, you're kind of saying, "Man, you're like Alistair Black. Like Alistair, Alistair shouldn't try to be the Undertaker. He just needs to be himself." But but if I were to compare him to what he means to the look like in the WWE universe, it would be even from a fan perspective and for how how I respected Undertaker as a leader for for the WWE. Okay, yeah, I I, I can see your point with with Alistair Black. Uh, he does have that mystique, especially. I love his theme entrance, man. Like it is is it is captivating, just like the Undertaker. Uh especially I love his music. Like, you know, I know we were talking about, you know, in a joking way to how that can how that can change up his character, but I, I do <laughs> not <laughs> I do not want no, that. No, no. <laughs> I, I, do I don't want that to happen to this man. Just Al. Just right, Al. right, right. <laughs> no, man. I don't I don't want Al. <laughs> I, want, I want Alistair Black. All right. I, I, I might take even just Alistair because I know how they like to shorten names just for just cause for no reason. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but he is, <laughs> he is definitely uh one of those guys that, that has that that character, that that mystique, that that vibe, just like uh Undertaker. Even the way he walks during his entrance, it's that slow methodical walk. Yeah. He take his time, you know, and even when he sits up from that from that uh bench, it's it's yeah. it's cool, man. The whole presentation, just like Undertaker. Yep, yep, 
the similarities are there, you know, and I think it's important for for Alistair to not, you know, try thing. You know, it's just the comparisons are there because of the mystique, because of the mystery, you know, and the music. Like there there are similarities there, but you know, he's he's still what what's beautiful about it is that he he's not even though there is the similarities, he's he's also different, and it feels like something fresh and something new. And so I'm not bored thinking, oh, he's just doing another Undertaker thing. No, like he he's got his own, uh, uh, for lack of better word, gimmick that just works for him. Yeah. You know, and it feels yeah. new. And I just, I it, it's just it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like man. that point. Yeah, that's that's I, I would piggyback piggyback off that. Like I'm not saying that he's he's stealing. Undertaker's gimmick, but it's just that vibe. Like I feel yeah. that. Like that's that's what I can compare it to. If I can't yeah. compare it to nothing else, that's right. what I can compare it to. It will be the Undertaker, and that's and I'm, I mean I'm not even saying that as a knock, man. I'm saying right. like, dude, that's because you're doing something different. Yeah, and that's what I like. So I hope they can con- continue this and, and and make it work on the main roster. Hopefully. Yep. Cool, man. And then, uh, uh, yeah, just as far as missteps and duds, I, I didn't really have any duds for the show. Again, we talked about it. It was basically promos just leading up to TakeOver. It was what it was for the last show. Um, yeah. So Honorable uh, mention, though, man, that Danny Burch and Orny Lurkin match. Uh, that, yeah. That, that caught me off guard with that. It did. It did. <laughs> I almost wanted, like, I almost tuned it out with you. Because I'm like, wait, none of these guys are gonna have anything to do with Takeover, really. So, exactly. am I, do I really, am I really intrigued by this? But no, they had to. The the I don't. Okay, so the team they went against, one of those guys was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, they and he was pulling some moves that I mean, I feel bad not even being able to remember his name, but he's just not a guy that's on the show. All that much. No, it was some. It was some name that 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 rhymed with each other. It was like Mersel and Nursel. I, I don't know. It it it, it was just <laughs> something like that. It was but, something like that in that cadence. That's all I, I remember. <laughs> all, all I'll say about about that is I hope that he gets more opportunities so that we can remember his name because he definitely made an impression. You know, with with just his work ethic and being able to hang with you know Lorkin and Birch. Like that, that was that was a good showing. Yeah. So, yeah. so more more of him, hopefully. But okay. uh, yeah, I'll agree with that honorable mention. That that definitely did catch me off guard too. Yeah, because I was like, you know, I was just like half paying attention. I'm like, okay, like just like you, like they're mm-hmm. not doing anything. They're not on the card and pay. And then I'm, I'm like, hold on, okay. Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like who's this guy again? He's in your cruiserweight. What? <laughs> so yeah man that's oh. why i put it as a you know as an honorable mention man yeah so yeah yeah